Hey guys, welcome back to the Talking Fit Podcast here with Ty and Adam. On this lovely Thursday, we had to switch it up today, all right? Adam had a uh, appointment he had to take care of later today, so uh, we had to get it in early. And, uh, As in uh, 70 minutes from now. <laughs> <laughs> 70 minutes exactly. Yeah, so we are we are in between appointments, so we decided to uh, squeeze this in so we can uh, get this out to you guys on Monday as we normally do. Mm-hmm. Um, so today we're focusing on some of Google's most frequently asked questions about fitness. So we narrowed it down to like the top three. Uh, that we felt that we could we could definitely riff on, and as usual, we didn't uh, talk much beforehand about what we were gonna say. So we're just kind of getting uh, off the cuff answers, but always honest answers. Uh, first off, uh, how was your week, Ty? What was your week like? Week was good, man. Honestly, I would say uh, took it a little easier this week. Had um, stacked into a few more appointments last week. Comparatively to this week, I want to slow down a little bit. Birthday is Monday. Oh yeah, twenty nine old man status. You know? I just turned thirty one last <laughs> last Wednesday. Yeah, and I have a gray beard hair. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely have had a couple a uh, couple grays up there so far, but uh, yeah. Besides that, uh, appointments went well. Saw a couple of PRs with a few clients. Mobility is improving. Um, have a um, an event tomorrow with a uh, a few local kids. A huge camp I'm running and an out, outdoor boot camp, which is going to be amazing. Um, and 75 kids 75 kids a lot of energy excited that's crazy for that. that's awesome <laughs> excited for that and then uh yeah from there just celebrating the birthday a little bit kick back relaxing and um yeah staying active and moving that's about it what awesome man uh it was a good week my wife is uh finishing up teaching she's a teacher so she was um took on a couple of weeks of summer school teaching mm-hmm. so it's been a hectic hectic week because we have the baby uh, we don't use we don't have them in daycare or anything. So mm-hmm. balancing two full time jobs and a baby uh, with minimal assistance uh, is very is is our day is just blocked out all day hour by hour. We're uh, we're blocked out and we're uh, but we're still fitting in our workouts. We're still scheduling things out. So it's it's been a it's been an exhausting week, um, but a good week overall, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. same thing. Good client, good client week, good training. <laughs> So it's just kind of, I guess, kind of boring stuff if you don't know us personally or don't know our clients personally. But uh, <laughs> it's an, I always find it interesting. I always, like, when I work, work with clients, no matter what they do, I always ask them about their day. But it's not just out of, like, just uh, shallow conversation. Like, I get genuinely interested in what people's days know. are like. I just want to know, like, what time do you wake up? Like, what's your day like? How, how, how many meetings did you have? Like, I ask <laughs> these questions. Uh, and I find that most people just genuinely like talking about their day and, and, and asking that stuff. So I figure maybe... Hey, maybe there's a couple people listening to this and wonder what our day looks like. Mm-hmm. So, what is what is like? What's a typical typical work day for you look like nowadays? You know, I know you used to work at a studio, so you were just like up at three thirty yep. and pretty much not Going, sitting yeah. down until seven thirty at night. So, uh, what's <laughs> yeah. what's it like nowadays? Uh, yeah. So, a typical day now is I'm normally getting up probably about five a.m. Um, pretty much Monday through Saturday. Sunday I'll try to sleep in a little bit more, but. Yeah, pretty much 5 a.m. every single day. My body is pretty much prone to get up once it's ready. It's yeah. Ready. Yeah, you know how that, how that goes. I feel like I'm still getting used to it. <laughs> yeah. And, well, I, I take that back. I'm not getting up early. I honestly, at this point, I don't I don't mind it as much. I get up at like yeah. 3.45. Yep. I mind it for the first like 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. For the first like 10 minutes, mm-hmm. I'm just like, fuck this. Yep. Fuck everything about this. Yep. I want to go back to bed. Yeah. Maybe I should think about getting a nine to five yeah. for like ten minutes, <laughs> and then I go. And then once I get downstairs and I like start cooking breakfast, I, I you know I, I start to just feel better. I know you were t- we were talking off the recording last week, and Ty was telling me that he actually does a little bit like it's like some like some quick like meditation in the morning, mm-hmm. yeah. which is something that I've been intending on doing for like three years now, and just yep. haven't been able to. Do I, it's like you know when clients say they're having trouble staying consistent. Yeah, that's yeah, one thing yeah. that I have not been able to build any consistency with. Yeah. I've done it like maybe three times. Really? And yeah, I've even like used like YouTube videos or like Spotify yep. and like put on something and just kind of sit there because at four o'clock in the morning, no one else in my house is up. It's just mm-hmm. my wife and kid are asleep. The dogs are asleep. I'm downstairs by myself. It's a perfect time to do it. Mm-hmm. And I just find myself just like waiting for it to be over almost to kind of sitting there like okay uh, is it how much longer do you think I have like on my mind races so I haven't been, uh, been able to do it but uh so anyway yeah get up at five yeah yeah no, it's been a, yeah that's been the first thing uh 5 a.m get up I'll make sure that I always set that time actually to have my meditation um after 
body body bowel movements wake me up sometimes. You know, it's a lot of spicy <laughs> food over here. This is what happens. It's life. You know, we're all humans. So we got to talk about it. it's digestion. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I get up then from there. Yeah, meditation for at least a minimum of ten minutes. Uh, I try to shoot for twenty minutes most days. Um, definitely get up out of bed first. Yeah. You're in bed, you'll fall right back asleep. So come downstairs to the couch. And uh, yeah, just focus in. It allows me to start the day off and complete, you know, com- well, as complete as it can be, silence with the dogs and such. And uh, allows me to get focused and to think about what I'm going to, you know, uh, the main thing I'm going to I'm going to accomplish for the day. But um, I try to set those aside because I have those written down most of the time. That's good. That's and good just, habit. Exactly. Yeah. And just allow myself to be open to whatever, you know, abundant thoughts are going to come to me on that day. And then... Um, yeah, from there, then it's usually uh, at least two clients in the morning, back to back, usually uh, six and seven. Um, and then from there, I'll do some mobility, get my workout in, and yeah, then go do some emails, content, uh, working on email lists, building that and such, uh, building some content for Instagram, working on articles. Um, yeah, then from there, sometimes, depending on the day, the clients later in the day, or as I'm adding in, you know, some of these uh, camps outside uh, Tuesday nights and then Friday mornings now. And uh, yeah, looking to add something else in, I think on a Sunday, maybe a, a yoga out in the park or something of that nature. Yeah, that's a good idea. Especially yeah. while the summer is winding down. Yes. It's not as, yeah. I think in the fall too, when it's not as hot, Yeah, it'll, it'll go good. Yep. I remember last year I was doing free boot camps mm-hmm. in the park and I ended them in September because it was starting to get cold. Yep. But I remember people were still asking for them like all the way into October. Like they were yeah, down to do it. Yeah. So I think I think that's a good yeah. that's a good idea. Yeah. Exactly. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy that it's been a, a year over a year since I was doing those. Right. Uh, but I know like this past like in upstate New York right now, it's just, the weather's been just really crappy, just mm-hmm. raining all the time. It hasn't mm-hmm. been too hot. But yeah, that's that's definitely something that uh, you know I think is good to to kind of talk about. Is like I think having some sort of routine in your morning is very, very important. Yes. And I think so, I, like... It, it's helped me to stay uh, centered and focused for a yeah. of the day and then allow me to, you know, when say, um, you know, normally probably about 10, 30 or 11, depending, uh, sometimes I try to cut a little shorter, but in terms of, you know, focusing strictly on work, once that's done, I can really like, majority-wise, unplug. And, and just be able to focus on now getting into my good sleep pattern, sleep hygiene. No, yeah, sleep. that's that's that's... I think that that's super important. I think everyone, uh, I think that's one of the things that we haven't talked about is just mm-hmm. like having some sort of routine to your day yeah. on how that's beneficial. And I think, you know, I think everyone when they listen to like maybe our podcast or they're talking to a trainer, a nutrition coach, they tend to relate everything back to losing fat, building mm-hmm. muscle or something like that. And, uh, and obviously those things are important. You know, I'm not going to lie. Those are things are, are, are very, you know, those are things are priorities for me as well. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, having some of these things on, you know, in your toolbox for like how to have your overall health in check, mental health, mm-hmm. uh, you know, physical health. And I think the routine thing is huge. One of the biggest things I see with nutrition clients or, or uh, you know, training clients or potential clients, whatever it is, is usually just, you know, what are the two biggest excuses when it comes to not having your fitness on track? It's usually time or money. It's mm-hmm. like, I don't yeah. have the time or I don't have the money. Those are like the two biggest, but it's usually time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I think everyone at this point in 2021, you can find a free video or workout video yeah. online or something. 100%. Yeah. So I think the, you know, the time thing can, you know, can be a, a huge factor in when it comes to fitting in workouts or meal prepping, you know, planning for your day. And I know with me, I try to get clients to have a little bit more of a routine mm-hmm. to their to their day, uh, you know, within reason, you know, allowing yourself to be a little bit flexible, in, you know, because life gets in the way and at times, especially for the kids and a career and all that stuff. But I know for me, having some sort of routine in the morning mm-hmm. has been super helpful. And it doesn't always need to, I think like anything else, it doesn't always need to be perfect and it doesn't yep. need to be like some super structured thing. I think sometimes that can be overwhelming for people like with working out or with nutrition. They're like, oh, well, I got to, you know, do this sort of nutrition plan or I, I got to, you know, what's the perfect workout? Mm-hmm. Kind of some of the stuff we're going to dive into, like kind of these questions that get overthought sometimes. Mm-hmm. I think with a morning routine, if you can just, you know, have maybe three three things that you knock off. I was just yeah, yeah, like, that. Yeah. yeah. If you have like three things that you can just knock yep. off every single morning, you know, and you know, I'm talking beyond the the normal every single day things that people do, like brushing your teeth and stuff like that. I'm yep. talking about three things beyond that. Maybe it's 
cooking breakfast. Maybe it's meditation like you do. Maybe it's, uh, you know, going for a walk, whatever it is. Like for me, to give you an example, for me, like, say, What's your yeah, yeah, I, 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 now, I, honestly, I don't know if I've ever consciously sat there and like written them down, but now yeah. like thinking about it too, it's like every morning, like uh, one thing, this doesn't count to like towards my three, but one thing that's been super helpful to me, it sounds so simple, but I never used to do it before, is just getting my clothes for the next day out the night before. Yep. It's a weird, it's Changes weird. Life. And dude, it's so crazy. And I only started it out of necessity <laughs> because I was waking up my wife getting up so early. <laughs> and so I started laying them out the night before. And she used to do that when we first moved in together and we were just dating. Yep. She would do it all the time. And I was like, I would never, I like blue. I never had yeah, done yeah. that ever in my life. Yeah. And it, I didn't do it when, at that point either. But now it's just like, again, that knocks, what, 30 seconds out of my morning right there because I'm not looking around in the dark with a Sometimes flashlight for clothes. Yeah, 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 exactly. There's minutes. Minutes. There's minutes yeah, that yeah. Lost. Yep. So once I, I, I hit that, it's like I go down in the morning and uh, I guess my, you know, my three things are is like I cook breakfast every morning. I cook mm-hmm. the, pretty much the same breakfast every single morning. Yeah, and you know, it's like, you know, eggs, usually mostly egg whites. And then either oatmeal or cream of rice on the side. Mm-hmm. I weigh it out. I you know I track it. Simple. Um, I click the lights on in the garage. I have coffee, and I usually listen to a, some sort of podcast mm-hmm. as I'm eating breakfast. And for me, I like. I don't know why. I, and it's not even like a fitness podcast or like a motivational podcast. I'll legit listen to like the one of the main things I listen to. It sounds so no. Uh, this is where you lose like half the audience. Is I listen to yeah. like these like pro wrestling podcasts <laughs> where it's literally just two like like an ex like a guy who used to be a wrestler and a guy interviewing him and they're just talking about shit. But it, for yeah. me, it's entertaining. And it's something that I don't it, like. I don't have to think about. It. You know, and it's not work related. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. I'll listen to like a comedy podcast, something yeah. funny, um, and it just puts me in a good mood. Yeah. And then okay. when I walk out to train my first client, I'm in a good mood. Like yeah. even if I was a little rushed or whatever, if I can just do that for 20 minutes, I'm in a good mood. So for me, yeah, it's like yeah. breakfast, close out, coffee, podcast, and I usually try to drink some water. Obviously, you know when I'm eating breakfast, that's all I need. That's yeah. how simple it is. And I, as, it's I, peculiar to notice too when you say so. I was like, "Tell me like your three things." As you start to say your three, I was just gonna say, "I feel like I had like five, six, seven that could add up." And you just so you do yeah, the same just thing, list like, it, yeah, and go because that's what happens. And I feel you, like that's it's like a great way to start your day. Yeah, it's a domino effect. If you pick three, you'll yep. eventually start adding more because you'll yeah. find ways to make your day more convenient. Like so, for me, again, this might sound stupid to some people, but for me, if I like. Like, if my headphones die or something, mm-hmm. and then, like, I can't, like, I don't listen to, like, the podcast, mm-hmm. it's not ruining my day, yeah. but I notice it. I'm like, ah, oh, man, I was looking forward to that. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, it's so, a small wins. Yeah, small yep. little things. So, for me, then I find other ways to make sure I can fit in those things. So, for me, like, leaving the clothes out the night before mm-hmm. is going to give me more time in the morning in case I oversleep by five minutes. Yep. So, uh, yeah, so we kind of went off on a tangent, but, like, I just think that that's something that people can, can benefit from is... Picking three things every single morning, you know, and it might be, you know, packing your lunch or, mm-hmm. and now that I'm listing off more stuff, I think of other things to do. Like I take something out of the freezer to defrost for dinner. Yep, the day uh, before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or yeah. Or no, I do it the morning. So I wake up so early, I do sure. it in the morning. You I know like what I mean? That. So that, so I, I know what I'm having for dinner. That's yep. again, that's another thing knocked off my mind for the rest of the day. Yep. And for me, it's not a big deal, but for someone who's just getting into taking care of the nutrition, one of the big things is figuring out what to eat. So mm-hmm. if you take something out in the morning, your dinner's already like out on the counter. Mm-hmm. And then like another thing I'll do is like a small thing, but again, small small wins. Like I'll leave like a note, like a small post-it note for my wife. Like so when she comes out in the morning, she you know, I just leave her like a, a small note, like mm-hmm. nothing like crazy, just like a small like you know cutesy note, like you know. Yeah, to, to yeah. that. But it's something that like puts me in a good mood when I do it. Yep. Puts her in a good mood. Yep. Uh, so these are like little things again, and I listed off like ten things. Yeah. <laughs> but and I do brush my teeth every morning. Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna <laughs> say, but it really is. It is. It's those small little wins. Like I wake up, I'll um, I'll step on my uh, little pad that I had to start improving like my grip and my feel with the ground. That's why when I tell you like my goal about you know. Uh, eventually moving to somewhere where it's where it's warm outside is uh, you know I want to be able to walk outside first thing in the morning and uh, just walk in like soil earth and like, yeah. get grounded and just feel feel that in the morning with the sunshine out not rain every day or snow <laughs> or snow yeah. every day 
you know, and then, uh, yeah, and then from there, um, you know, I make, again, like, in terms of eating, like, I'll make my, my same protein smoothie in the morning, first thing to hold me over, get my nutrients in, my greens, I just feel good, and when I do that, I notice when I'm able to do that, and, and then follow that with whole foods, like you said, uh, the same breakfast, eggs and oats, and cream of rice, different. Dude, it's yeah. a game changer. Yeah. Have you had grits before? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've done some grits. I love, I'll tell you, I'll cream, grits cream too, of rice, yeah. I like it way better. Yeah? It's, I don't know why, <laughs> dude, I, I never bought it, and I just started buying it like this year. Yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. I tried, I was like, oh, it's better texture. Yep. Better. The only thing that's a pain in the ass about it is like you have to whisk it in. No, and if you right. forget to whisk it, yeah. you're done. Yeah. It, it's just, it's clumpy. It's, it sucks. So you well, got to whisk it. <laughs> no, nah, but hey, it works, man. It's whatever works. Like, so yeah, I think about like getting the fruit, vegetables, nutrients in and then follow that by whole foods. If you can, if I can start my day like that, it just sets me up for success. Again, feeling good. Um, feeling energized, wanting to not only go into, you know, the rest of the appointments throughout the day and have energy to, um, you know, feel yourself for content, feel yourself for the workout for the day, feel yourself to do the small things, to have to do the dishes, the laundry, uh, take your dogs on a walk, you know, all the little things yeah. that to me allow me to feel successful every day. Yeah. And, that, and that's you a huge know? thing. I think like the, the, the definition of what a successful day is. Uh, you know, was lost on me for the longest time. Because yeah. I used to look at a, a successful day strictly based off of maybe, you know, you know, did I have a lot, uh, make a good amount of money that day yep. or did I, you know, advance my career somewhere or did yep. I hit a PR in the gym? Advance and like, my career is one that I struggle with every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's if why you I, don't do something, then like, oh, dude, yeah, oh that's, that's a huge thing. It's yeah. like, oh, my God, if I didn't do something to move the needle forward, like yep, yep. it was a failed day. And I've, I've tried really hard to kind of get my mind more into like what an actual successful day is, mm -hmm. meaning like, you know, did I have good interactions with people? Did I, you know, at least have a, a somewhat productive day with work? Like, did I have good appointments, you know, and things like that? And I, I'm not saying I'm perfect at it by any means. I still get caught up in the, the, the bullshit of moving the needle forward. But, like, for me, you know, if I ate good meals yep. and I got a workout in mm -hmm. and I, you know, I had good interactions with my, my wife and, my, and I got to play with my son, like, I'm good. Like, legitimately like I, I I those simple things are so much more important to me mm -hmm. than like all the other stuff mm -hmm. and you get lost on that once in a while but I know for me like dude if I can just eat when I'm hungry and eat good quality food yeah like that solves a lot of the a issues lot of <laughs> yeah, a lot of the issues but again it takes it back to nutrition because everyone just focuses on what can I do to lose this 5 10 15 20 pounds and they're not thinking about like how is this food benefiting the, the refueling yeah. me and I know for me dude if I'm eating if I was eating I'm literally comparing myself to myself mm -hmm. me now versus me four years ago I didn't pay that close of attention to um, the quality of my food I, I paid attention to just like make sure I was eating protein yeah. and, and getting in enough calories I was like super into like I would say five years ago I was super into like powerlifting so I was just like trying to get stronger trying to get bigger so I was making sure I'm eating enough calories and protein I wasn't even tracking I was just you know, making sure I eat protein every meal. And yeah. so, but like I would, I wasn't overly focused on quality. So I would eat like, you know, protein bars. I would eat Chipotle, yeah. you know, multiple times a week or get sushi multiple times a week. Yeah. And yeah, the food tasted good, but digestion always felt bad. Didn't always. ever get good sleep. Yeah. Energy was like, uh, you know, up and down throughout the day. And it was actually, you know, my wife who started getting me to eat better quality foods, like mm -hmm. more organic, more stuff like that. And now dude, like, I mean, if I go through my day and I have like, you know, some square quality meals in my day, yeah. oh, that's, that's all I need. That makes my day so much better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure. I, I feel the same way. And like, that's the whole reason why, like I preach, you know, whole foods and, you know, the same things and the, the same modalities that you preach in terms of eating. Like I felt I have gone through and trialed and, you know, tribulated with different foods to see how I feel. Um, you know, something that's maybe not as whole food based and uh, doesn't have as much nutrients and fiber to keep me fuller. Changes my mood throughout the day, not only yeah. just my workouts, not only just, uh, you know, my ability to stay clear-minded and clear-headed. Um, I just feel that, uh, you know, I, I need that fuel in order to just be a better person at sometimes. As, as almost weird as that sounds when you try to relate, I guess, emotion to food, but it, it really is. It's, it's the fuel and it's 
be presence that you take into each day, you know? Oh, yeah. No, I, I totally agree with you. I actually just had a, cl- a conversation with a nutrition uh, client over email today because mm-hmm. she was saying she was having tr- uh, trouble hitting her protein. It's her first week. And, uh, you know, I said, well, send me your food logs. Let me see what you're eating. And, like, every, like uh, it was 90% snacks. Yeah. yeah. Like pretzels. Avocados. You know, and and yes. she was a vegetarian. So it's like she doesn't eat a lot of meat, which obviously makes it harder to hit the protein. But she does eat, like, uh, and she's lactose intolerant. So, like, the only thing she was really eating for protein was eggs, but she was eating just, that was the only protein source she was eating throughout the day, and everything else was, like, you know, keep in mind, this is only, like, her second day. So, you know, I usually have my clients track without me telling them food suggestions first to see what their normal day is like. So, when we switched her to more whole foods and found some, like, dairy-free, lactose-free protein options, Mm -hmm. taught her how to, like, maybe do one or two whole eggs and then other, and then egg whites mixed in, you know... Again, complete different fullness, energy mm-hmm. throughout the day, better workouts, and she's going to end up now seeing better quality weight loss because of it. So um, anyway, that's our little tangent. I don't even know how much long it is talked for, <laughs> but uh, hopefully that was helpful. Um, just you know, learning about setting up a routine for the day, uh, you know, the, the importance of focusing on the quality of your food and, and finding value in just eating quality food and not you know, just choosing foods off taste or convenience. Or strictly basing your uh, nutritional choices off of what's going to allow me to look my best. Yeah. To be what allows you to perform your best. But but the, I, the thing is, though, whatever, the usually the things that make you feel and perform your best are going to help you look your best. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. But but if, you're, if, you're, if your diet is protein shakes, protein bars, yes. uh, and stuff like that, like, you're not going to feel your best. You're not going to perform your best. And then in turn, you're actually going to end up not looking your best because you're going to mm-hmm. feel bloated. You're going to feel, uh, you know, low energy, mm-hmm. maybe not great workouts. So um, that, that that's a whole other podcast that we talk about is, like, healthy the quality healthy yeah. foods that are or foods that are marketed as healthy foods that mm-hmm. actually aren't healthy foods that's a that's a, that's a very common one that we could talk about we could probably do a whole episode on that yeah, uh, but uh, some so some frequently asked fitness questions on Google so we narrowed it down to three of them uh, that we'll tackle uh, mm-hmm. and then uh, hopefully this is helpful to you guys if you guys have ever googled any of these uh, hopefully this answers your questions. I'm assuming at least one person has because these are the most frequently asked questions on Google. So uh, so one would be, how long should I work out for? So this is more of talking about the duration of each individual workout, not like how many years should I work out for? Because ideally yeah. you should be working out for the rest of your life. Forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so that would be, if the question is how long, like how many years should I work out for? Just forever. Just You should always be doing some sort of workout. You should um, always have some type of movement like intertwined into yeah. your day every so, single day. Some sort of, I like to always say like structured movement. Too. Yes. Because I, you ever get the, these emails from clients like didn't work out today, but you know, I, uh, was like, I, uh, I did a lot of yard work. Yeah. And like, oh, yeah, and like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, yeah, that's activity, but it's not the same thing as a structured, structured workout. Sense. And why is that? Because a workout, the, the goal of a workout is to cause adaptation in the body. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the adaptation that you're trying to cause is move better, more lean muscle, less body fat, get mm-hmm. stronger. Those are adaptations that you would want from exercise. Now, doing yard work or cleaning the house or you know running around with with your with your kids is great activity and necessary activity mm-hmm. but if you're always counting those as workouts you will then work out less and then i guarantee yeah. you you will lose strength and you will not look your best so you should be having at least i would say uh you can let me know if you disagree with this i mm-hmm. think for the average sedentary person we're talking about not someone who's trying to become a bodybuilder or yeah. a, a professional athlete the average sedentary person I think anywhere in the range of two to five days a week of structured workouts. Now, the um, you know, and this is this will go into the next question, but we'll focus more on that. That's that's the overall. So we'll we'll get to that in the next point. But as far as you know, individual workouts, how long should they be? My opinion is, I'd say, if you're in the twenty to sixty minute range, mm-hmm. you're probably on the right track yeah. do you agree with that yeah i think 100 percent. i would agree i think um as always as it will be with pretty much any question that you can ask when it comes to uh fitness and nutrition and stuff it's kind of it always depends on oh yeah of course it depends we know that but that being said 
Uh, yes, I would say definitely it's uh, hugely dependent on what that individual's goals are. Yeah. I think the timeline in which uh, they're looking to uh, reach those goals. But if our overall goal is in what, in, you know, in my opinion, which I think it should be, is to stay healthy, uh, like you said, move better, feel better, um, look how you want to look and uh, feel, you know, number one that way as well. Yeah, two to five days, I think, would be perfect for most individuals. And what about, like, the duration of the workout? Uh, and, yeah, as far as duration, I think... I think being being kind enough to yourself to realize that you don't have to hold yourself to that standard of it always has to be, which I used to do this as well from an athlete standpoint. And I know there's people who even weren't athletes that do this as well, hold this up. You got to be in the gym for two hours a day. Um, I think 20 to 60 minutes is perfect. Uh, even if you're short on time, 20 to 45 minutes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think perfect, the, the you know? range of 20 to 60 is just, I think, I think for most cases, Going above 60 for yeah, most people is just kind of overkill. Yep. I think if you're, unless, again, it depends, unless you're like a professional athlete or you're like a world-class power lifter who's taking long breaks in between sets and you have to do like 10 warm-up sets to get to your working weight on each lift, mm -hmm. they might take 90 minutes, right? But again, if you're looking at like a power lifter, uh, let's just use that as an example. If they're doing a 90-minute workout, but they're resting two to three minutes in between sets, that's you know, let's say they do 10 sets, that's 30 minutes where they're not even doing anything. So it's still a 60-minute of actual exercise. Um, but I think that for the average person, the reason why I, I, I give that big range is because I want people to understand that there is no ideal perfect workout time, yep. and don't use that as an excuse not to, to work, not out. work out. Exactly, because you ever how many oftentimes you get so like oh I I don't have time to like go to the gym. I don't have like we were talking about that earlier. Time is always the biggest mm -hmm. you know thing. If you don't have, uh, some people will look at that and go, well, I don't have time to do a 60 minute workout every day, and then they'll use that as an excuse to never work out. Yep. You can get by on 20. Again, it depends what's your goal. Is your goal to lose weight, build some lean muscle, and you know look better, feel better? If you were doing three days a week for 20 minutes, that, that will happen. Will it take a little bit longer than maybe if you're doing a 45 minute workout three days a week? Yeah, probably, but again, it's better than nothing. Mm -hmm. you know. And are you gonna become Arnold Schwarzenegger in three days a week, 20 minutes? Probably not. This is like, what's, what's your goal? That's what your goals are. Yeah. yeah, so I think that's super important to, to say, but I think how long should your workout be? It sh it, there's no like should, but realistically speaking, uh, if you're looking at a whole entire year and you're working out two or three days a week, that's over 100, 150 workouts a week, uh, mm -hmm. a year. Mm -hmm. So some of them might be 20, some of them might be 60. If you're falling in that range, you're good. I went through phases in my life where I used to work out too much, mm -hmm. like you did, yep. and I would work out six days a week for three and a half hours. Yeah. Never saw great results. Nope. Now I work out four to five days a week for anywhere between you know, 45 to 60 minutes, much better results. You know what I mean? It's just the quality of my training has gotten better. Mm -hmm. um, but there, I've, I've done 20 minute workouts before. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, me too. All I used was a kettlebell. Yeah, yeah. I've, I yeah. I've done like some 20 minute AMRAPs or 20 yep. minute circuits and, and, and stuff like that. So yeah, if you're in the 20 to 60 minute range, I think that um, you're, you're good. Uh, I think if you're, con again, if you're consistent, that's going to be the most important thing. So again, if you are working out for you know, 20 minutes, but you're consistent mm -hmm. three days a week, four days a week, you're going to see great results. You yep. just got to be consistent with it. Mm -hmm. It's better to work out, you know, three days a week for 20 minutes year round than to work out six days a week for 60 minutes for, you know, four weeks at a clip and taking three months off. You yeah. Know? Oh yeah. hundred percent. I think on the same flip note of that coin too, is, uh, you know, expect, um, how many days do I need to, or do I need to work out every day? Yeah, that was the next question on Google, right? Yeah, yeah no, I, no, this is the same one. We are actually speaking about, do I need to work out every day? What I'm saying is in terms of that, oh, yeah. um, like in terms of that, you also need to ask yourself the same question of, um, how is my nutrition every day? How is my sleep quality every day? Yeah, yeah. How much am I uh, pushing myself in terms of stressing myself throughout my workouts? Because I think there's, there's such a variance in terms of intensity um, throughout people's workouts where they, some people will say, Hey, I'm working out six, seven days a week, but they're not really pushing this out to the point of yeah. where they're seeing actual progression. There's other people who work out, say well, three days a week and you know, are pushing this out too much by doing three, four hours in one day, sometimes yeah. for an insane amounts of time in the gym. So I think it's finding that balance as well. And also realizing the factors that are going to, 
um, you looking and feeling your best over time. Yeah. You know? so, yeah. Do you, so the so the question I the question on Google was uh, it was do I need to work out every day mm-hmm. to see results? Yep. And the answer is no. You don't need to work out every day. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to work out every day. You don't have to work out seven days a week, three hundred sixty five days a year. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to beast mode. You know, twenty four seven, three sixty five, or anything like that. Uh, <laughs> but like you. Again, if you're two to five days a week, every week for years, you're mm-hmm. gonna see amazing results. And the reason why I go as low as two mm-hmm. is because I'm thinking of the average person who works a nine to five desk job, yeah. sedentary lifestyle. Maybe they have, uh, you know, they're they have a home, they have you know stuff to do at home, they have kids, yep. they have a career. Maybe it's not realistic for them to get the three days. Maybe. Yeah. I feel like I feel like realistically speaking. You know, could most people make three days work? I think 99% of people, you could find three days, especially if you're sticking to that 20 with to 60 minute, right? With the weekend included too. Yeah, so. But let's just say two days. To get someone off the couch and go to the gym who's never been in a gym before, to get them to do two days a week for three months, yeah. like, is a huge win and you will see great results. And I guarantee 100%. you, if you could only do two days a week, this is this is I will bet you that I will bet you this you know I will I will give you my house if this doesn't work. <laughs> if you do two day if you've never worked out before and you do two days a week every week without missing a week for three months, mm-hmm. even if your nutrition isn't perfect, let's just say, but you're making some realistic improvements, not even tracking anything. Two days, two workouts a week every week for three months straight. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, by the end of that three months, you will have you will have found time to hit three or four workouts a week. Because it will now, you will have seen results. Yep. You would get motivated by those results. You will yep. start feeling better, and now it will become actually become a priority in your life. Yep. Whereas when it was, it's not a priority. Two days a week sounds like a lot, but when it's a priority, two days a week is like not even enough because you're like you're seeing so much I payoff work, from it. I want to move more. Yeah, yeah, I want to move more. Yep. So I think structured workouts, you don't need to do every day. Two to five days a week is plenty. But movement in general, yeah. you should do some sort of movement every day. Every day. I think you should walk. Damn near every day, you know, if you can. I mean, and it doesn't have to be, you know, hiking or going on a three-mile walk. I'm talking about, like, can you, you know, can you park further away from the office when you get there? Mm -hmm. You know, can you park further away from the grocery store? Can you, you know, take the stairs instead of the elevator? Like, Mm -hmm. these are small little changes. Again, talking to the average person, someone who's a beginner, who doesn't, you know, isn't, like, super passionate about fitness, but they know they need to be healthier. These are little things that you can do to improve your health and, and, and fitness if you don't want to commit to, or you can't commit to the five days a week at the gym, mm-hmm. walking more is going to be very, very beneficial. Mm-hmm. But again, with that two-day-a-week minimum of structured exercise. Structured exercise, yeah. yeah, 100%. I think it, it just goes to show, too, for exactly from what you're saying, how um, in terms of you know your nutrition, uh, feeling better, becoming a healthier human, just in general, you really do have to focus on raising your awareness yeah. to the small little changes, the small tweaks. I think... So many times, I mean, we can see it from, again, we, I always revert back to this, but you can go on Instagram and you'll see lose 20 pounds in three weeks. Everybody's trying to sell the quick fix when literally all it, all it really is, when you generally break it down for, um, you know, the main overstate population that it's just changing the small things every single day and committing to those. One, one analogy that I always make is, you know, if, if someone told you they were going to give you $1,000 mm-hmm. right now, or they would give you a hundred dollars a week for the next five years. Like, what would you take? And like, but again, most people would just go, "Well, I'll take the thousand. Mm-hmm. But like, a hundred dollars a week for the next three, five years, years, those thousands and thousands of dollars, it's just gonna add up a little bit slower. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, so I think that you have to understand when it comes to work, working out and seeing actual results, mm-hmm. especially for someone who's a beginner. Yes. Or and when I say beginner, I don't mean like a fifteen year old kid, even though it can apply to them too. But I'm talking about like someone who's 40, 45, hasn't been consistent, is wants to lose a lot of weight or, mm-hmm. you know, wants to feel better, look better. You know, these small little things compounded over time yield huge results. Huge. Like huge results. Again, if you're used to getting a caramel macchiato and an egg McMuffin every morning and and not working out and, and just sitting all day and you start doing two workouts a week and not and then eating breakfast at home that those two small changes right there will get you the first few pounds like, mm-hmm. and that'll motivate you to keep doing more mm-hmm. but most people just they're so intimidated and overwhelmed with information that they don't even take that first small step because mm-hmm. think about you know think about you man or me starting our own business 
if we went to start our own business and someone said, well, you need a hundred grand to as for startup fees, yeah. and you need you know uh, an investor, and you need a studio, and you need twenty thousand dollars worth of equipment. Yeah. I'd be like, well, fuck it, I'm not even gonna bother because I don't have any of that. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I don't have any of those things. But uh, you know, with me, like I started just training who I could when yeah. I could, you know, for what I thought was a fair price. You know, at a CrossFit gym or leasing space, or at their you know their work gym, mm-hmm. and then that built and that built. And now I look up. back over the last three and a half years, you know, everything I have has been small little things. I've never had uh-huh. one big thing. Yeah. I've never had this big result, like this big game changer of a of a thing. It's all been small little things. Helping this person, helping this person, doing this Instagram post, you know, doing this radio interview, little, mm-hmm. little things, little, little seeds planted over the course of three years. And if you count the four years I was a trainer before that, it's like over the course of seven years, mm-hmm. little, little things. And you have to keep, we were just talking about that before we started recording, yeah, exactly. planting little <laughs> seeds and saying yes to things. Yep. We were talking about it in a business context, but like for a fitness, con- a fitness nutrition, health context, saying yes to little changes uh, throughout your day and week is going to go a long way and it could mm-hmm. just start with setting up a morning routine That's you know true. parking further away from the office start there maybe eliminating some you know excess you know calories that you don't necessarily need maybe if you're drinking six nights a week maybe start drinking two nights a week mm-hmm. again like these little changes are going to make, uh, make a huge difference yeah small reductions man what I always refer to when uh, people always say like, what what started? What was your first change in terms of uh, your health and, and nutrition? And I was like, I went from eating nachos to salad. Seems like a small change, but it worked. Yeah, it yeah. Started working. And for, but I know the vegetables crazy. compared to gr- grease and, and exactly. And I guarantee you, the funny thing is about it is if you're talking about volume, right? Yeah, like exactly. volume. If you put the salad next to that nachos, I guarantee you they were probably the same size. Yeah. But the salad might have had 300 calories. The nachos might have had 1,300. 13. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, though, that's a huge difference. It's like when you when you, when you you make those small changes, it goes a long way. Like I'm trying to think of, like, a, maybe, like, a small change that I've made, uh, you know. Well, for me, it, it's gone both both ways. So, uh, when I, um, before, like, COVID, I was just telling Tyler beforehand, like, I used to bounce all around training people. Yep. Like, I would go from... Uh, you know, like 20 minutes to the gym I lease space at, and I would train people there, and then I would drive 30 minutes down to another spot where I train people and run corporate wellness, then go back to that gym, then go home, then go back to the gym, then go back home, then go back to the corporate wellness gig at night, and uh, it was a lot of moving. Mm -hmm. So I was getting like 17,000, 18,000 steps a day. Mm -hmm. So I noticed for me, I, you know, stayed pretty lean because, you know, without really meticulously tracking mm-hmm. calories because I was so I was moving so much I still obviously ate healthy and stuff like that but like I didn't have to meticulously track mm-hmm. once my movement went down when I'm now training people in my garage you know which is I like it a lot better yeah, um, but I, my movement's down yep. because I also have a baby so I'm sitting with the baby holding the baby you know things like that so now I have to be a little bit more uh, accountable for my calorie intake mm-hmm. or else I start to gain body fat and I don't yep. I don't want to gain unwanted body fat so I gotta suck it up and be a little bit more strict with my calorie counting like that's that's really what it is yep. so for me that that small change right there tracking versus not tracking makes a huge difference mm-hmm. for me if I'm tracking even if it's not perfect I'll be able to stay leaner and have better workouts. As soon as I don't track, again, this is coming from me as a nutrition coach who knows portion sizes, who knows how you know how much protein is in a serving, all that mm-hmm. stuff. If I'm not tracking it, I will more. I am more likely to make you know not even off the rails, just like small just little things. Bit, like maybe oh yeah, I'll, I'll throw some cream cheese on that bagel. Like I, I don't yeah I don't I don't need, I'm guessing this is a serving yeah, or yeah, you know yeah. like uh, oh yeah we we can have wine tonight whatever like that. When I'm a little, little, just tying that up a little bit, it makes big changes. Not in a week, but mm-hmm. over the course of three, four, five, six weeks, yep. I see changes in my body just by tracking, you know, yep. just by making those small little changes. Yeah, no, I feel the exact same way. I think I, I noticed that huge change between the two from going from doing group training to, uh, like you said, do I do I like doing what I'm doing now much better being, you know, in my home, training people from my home facility? 100%. But I noticed the same thing. And that's even coming from someone who's, I mean, I was – eating much, much closer probably to about 5,000 calories every day. Oh, I'm uh, just, <laughs> just like, you know, with uh, the consistent working out, I steps I had to be, I, I never really tracked, but 
uh, group session for about 45 minutes for like five a day plus like you said going from here to there to this gym to that gym uh, I would say probably about like 15,000 some days and I remember, yeah, I, I guarantee yeah. you 15,000 is probably a low ball, too. Yeah, and I, for someone like my size, like that's, yeah. that's a lot of energy being put out. So, again, my calorie intake was a lot higher. Now, dropped it down. But what I also find is, is a simple tip, and too, of course, for me, always 100% tracking. I will 100% be better every single time. Yeah. Because you're getting every single little thing. Um, a small tip that is an adjustment of someone who, who I think isn't, you know, complete 100% maybe ready to start tracking is simply trying to base a uh, majority of your meals, uh, of course, getting your protein in, but making uh, your produce a priority yeah. as well. I think just by making that simple trade, you'll not only feel better, but inherently you'll be taking you know extra calories out of your meal. Oh yeah, like again, like the nachos for the salad. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So like, <laughs> yeah, that's so, why I put it back to. So think, think about a small change would be like a bowl of cereal mm-hmm. versus you know a cup of fruit. Yeah. So like if you were to do a cup of, of cereal with milk. You're probably looking at, not not exaggerating. You're honestly probably looking at over 300 calories. Yeah. You know, for a cup, a, 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 a you Even know. For a raisin bran, it's three. Raisin bran crunch is 320. Raisin bran is 300. And that's I, like I could that's tell you, like you eat raisin bran. <laughs> <laughs> and that's um that's cereal that's really not that much sugar. Think about your Lucky Charms and all those. Oh yeah, things. yeah. I, but again, this is raisin. Going back to our conversation. Big cereal guy. Yeah. Our, our, no, but our, our, dude, first of all, I love cereal. So <laughs> I have peanut butter crunch in my pantry right now. Yeah. So, uh, but speaking on cereal for for a second, like. That is one thing that is commonly marketed as healthy, yes. and that has not a lot of, or any nutritional value. And that doesn't mean you can never eat it. It just means you have to be aware of that going into it, understanding that like cereal is you know maybe not this extreme, but it's basically like a version of like an ice cream. It's like something yeah. that you should have in moderation mm-hmm. from time to time. Eating a bowl of you know special K or corn flakes in the morning is as much as as you know in contrast to the commercials, like it's yeah, not like a healthy yeah. breakfast. It has no protein, it's straight carbs, yeah. simple digesting carbs, so it's like you're not gonna be hungry in like 30 minutes later. So, um, you know, for for me, making that switch, or, or not for me, but advice from me, making that switch of, a simple switch of looking at a bowl of cereal, which could be 320 calories, 350 calories, getting the same volume in like fruit yeah. might be, 150 calories 100 calories not even and it's going to be way more filling because of the fiber Mm -hmm. so again does that mean you can never eat cereal no but it means making those simple switches instead of pulling a big ass bowl of cereal in the morning which Mm -hmm. a lot of people i've found most people don't eat one bowl of cereal they eat a bowl of cereal and then they they, you got the leftover milk and then you pour some cereal back on the leftover milk to get that up right so like (laughs) Uh, again, or the first bowl is large enough to be about three servings. Three servings. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. If you weigh out an actual serving of cereal, not it's much. not a lot. It's not a lot. Um, but yeah, so again, simple switches. And back to the question, which was, do you have to work out every day? No. If you're working out two to five times a week and you're making these simple changes with your nutrition, you're going to see amazing results. Um, so the last, the third question we had was, what type of training should I be doing if my goal is weight loss or, or to lose weight? Um, this one is, is pretty simple. Um, it's, in, in my opinion, or by the opinion of the majority of quality trainers, is you should be doing strength training if your goal is weight loss. Mm-hmm. Now, understanding what is strength training, like what, what does that mean exactly? It doesn't mean just taking random dumbbells that you have sitting in your, you know, your hall closet and moving them around, which I know that sounds really dumb, but I've, I've, I've worked with people before who like, they tell me they strength train, you know, four days a week. And I go, okay, like, you know, what do your workouts look like? You know, what kind of weights do you use? You track your, and they're like, oh, well, I have a set of 10 pound dumbbells. Okay. What else? Well, that's it. Okay, well, what workouts do you do? Well, I go on YouTube and I look up some workouts. Like, you know, can you, and then you know, like, you know, do you increase your weights ever? Like, no, no, I only have the tens. So like, that's not strength <laughs> yeah, training. True. Strength training is focusing on four to six quality movements yep. each workout, and every week you try to get a little bit stronger. Mm-hmm. You know, so you just add a little bit of weight, or you add a couple more reps to your sets, and then uh, you know, doing that over time, like I said, week to week is going to produce a lot of results. So like. Why is strength training so important for weight loss? 
because you're going to build lean muscle. The more lean muscle you have, it sends a loud signal to your body. We need to burn body fat, and if, yeah, <laughs> and we we need to you know use up these calories to support to repair this this it's, this it's lean tissue. tissue. So it starts you know using your calories for lean muscle support. And what does that mean? It means you're burning more calories throughout the day, and you're going to lose weight more efficiently, and you're going to be more likely to keep it off. So mm-hmm. don't just go on the elliptical. <laughs> <laughs> yes, one hundred percent. I agree, man. I um, I think. Always prioritizing uh, strength training as uh, your number one. And for me, in terms of uh, movement goals over time, again, doing something to help uh, support that as well, whether it be, uh, of course, walking. I think walking is just a basic, a basic, you know, maybe not a strength training pattern per se, but just a basic movement pattern that we should all be doing just one, in terms of yeah. health. And that would be probably number two for me. It's strength yeah. training and then number yeah. two would be walking. Exactly, 100%. That's just natural body movement, your gait movement through life and space so um and then for me uh you know i'm also a huge proponent of doing some type of uh, yoga and or and or mobility uh simply from the wear and tear of being an athlete and things of that nature i think people don't focus on their movement pattern enough and uh i mean from the basic example of when you say if you get sore or if you tweak something or get hurt you go to a doctor and they tell you to lay down yeah which in my opinion, is a complete opposite of what yeah. you should be doing. But let, but one point that I like to make to people is, if you treat strength training like it's supposed to be treated, meaning you treat it like a skill. Yep. So let's say you're learning to play piano. Mm-hmm. You don't expect to just be able to play a song on your first day. You gotta get a little better, you gotta learn the keys, you gotta yep. perfect it, and then when you learn a new song, you gotta like almost start from scratch, you gotta perfect that. That's how strength training should be with every single movement that you do. So you should be trying to perfect it every week, week, week. And every time you think you're getting good at it, that's when you start to add more weight or add more reps or slow down the tempo, whatever it is you're gonna do. Now the reason I say that is because if you are treating strength training like a skill, which is how it should be treated, and it's the best way to train for for weight loss, Mm -hmm. you will then do mobility as a side effect of trying to get better at strength training. Because if you have knee pain when you squat, or you have back pain when you deadlift, or you have shoulder pain when you do chest press, Mm -hmm. you're gonna need to know how to figure that out and move better, which is the definition of mobility. Mm -hmm. So you will then in turn probably start doing more mobility work. So I think the base of every weight loss uh, workout program should be strength training because if you wanna get better at strength training and you're treating it like a skill, you will in turn walk more and learn how to move better Mm -hmm. because the more, you know, the less body fat you have, the better you're gonna be able to move, the more mobile you are, the better you're gonna be able to, to, to perform your exercises. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think starting with strength training should be you know, almost non-negotiable for people. Mm-hmm. Whereas most people always, how many times have you heard this, where it says, I'm gonna do cardio to lose the weight and then I'll strength train. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all yeah, the time. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. I've, uh, I've read that there's, uh, and uh, not to throw a knock or shade towards uh, uh, the ladies. I know a lot of ladies like tend to be more cardio based and uh, want to focus on that first, simply because um, they're worried about getting bulky. And yeah. This is a conversation I was actually uh, just having uh, with a client who I met with earlier, and uh, she had said her her biggest worry always uh, getting into resistance training um, was always worried about getting bulky and getting you know looking like Arnold or something yeah, like that. Yeah. So I'm like, it, it's. Although you can put on a large amount of muscle mass and the, the type of training that you are doing is going to directly affect how your physique is going to look, um, I think the amount of frequency, the amount of calories consumed, the level of testosterone in their bodies, all these things coupled together, you're not really going to end up looking that way. And I think that notion, though, has come across and has shied many women away from strength training when oh, I think yeah. that they could benefit from Well, yeah, because it's... It's usually been like a thing that they, they think you know, like meatheads do or just guys oh, do or athletes. Yeah. But uh, I mean, for and, and women have been marketed to to think that like cardio and lightweights are going to tone them. Realistically, there's no such thing as toning. It's a, it's a made up word. Yes. You know, your muscles are either you know growing or they're breaking down or or if they're meeting in the middle, they're they're maintaining. But they're normally they're either growing or breaking down. So they, you can't tone a muscle. The, the way you tone a muscle is by building lean muscle and keeping your battery fat low. So how do you do that? You strength train, you try to get stronger every week, 
and you moderate your calorie intake. And if you're doing that and your, your protein intake should be adequate, if you're doing that, you're gonna get leaner and more toned. Um, if you're not doing that and you're just doing cardio, you may lose weight, but you will be losing muscle tissue too. Your metabolism gets slower, which means you have to eat less and less to maintain that weight loss. Whereas with strength training, if you're doing it properly and for you know efficiently, week to week getting better and your calories are under control, you will find that over the course of a couple of years, you will be able to eat more and still see weight loss or maintain the weight that you have lost, which is always the goal because everyone always wants to be able to eat more. <laughs> I was just going to say, and that's been one of the, uh, the biggest uh, takeaways I realized when, so when I was uh, playing basketball, I did strength training, yes, but a majority of your time is put more towards skill work, yeah. um, you know, training, but in, in a different nature. I, fo I found that when focused like strictly on just like super just getting strong, um, metabolism and uh, hunger in general like spiked up oh, like yeah. crazy amount. Like it was, it was insane to notice again like the influx of calories in which you can consume. And again, I'm one of those people as I feel as I found that most clients are, most people are in general. Like most people enjoy food. It's one of the natural things we need to live to stay hydrated get your water and you know yeah consume, and i think i think energy. it's okay and it's a good thing to enjoy food i think that yes. a lot of people think oh if i want to get uh lose weight i, I can't enjoy I can. food yes but like 100%. yeah but like you should enjoy your food because it's going to make it more sustainable you just have to be realistic in your approach you have to learn that not every meal is going to taste like a mcdonald's happy meal <laughs> like, it's like it's just not going to do it uh you know salmon is never going to taste as good as pizza but if you eat more salmon and moderate your pizza intake you're more likely to lose weight so it's having a realistic responsible adult view of what your nutrition should be like because that's really what it is it's a responsibility that you have you know for yourself for your health it's 100%. like you know it's like anything else like junk food is, is the same as like alcohol like yep. there's nothing wrong with drinking alcohol but you have to do it responsibly or else you're gonna get yourself into some trouble you know whether it's physically or or if you're driving drunk that's not responsible like all these all these things and with food like you have to have a responsible relationship with it meaning I know it's okay to eat pizza, but if I eat pizza every single day and I overeat it, mm -hmm. and I'm not eating my protein and I'm not working out, I'm probably gonna gain unwanted body fat. So if I, want, I don't wanna do that, I should have a responsible relationship, and then you know I should be doing some sort of strength training because at the end of the day, regardless if you wanna lose weight or not, you probably want to be able to get in and out of a chair, yeah. you know, when you're 80, or maybe be 100%. able to play with your kids or your grandkids. So yeah. if you want to do those things, you're gonna to have to suck it up and do some deadlifts at yeah. some point. <laughs> suck it up and do some deadlifts. No, I, I agree 100%. Actually, uh, I forgot there was an, an article I was reading this in, but it, was, it said that uh, two thirds of of Americans, the reason they're in nursing homes, is because is because they can't do three fourths of a squat, which is squatting down. Uh, to a chair down to a chair or I always think to the toilet yeah for me sometimes I think it's down by my ankles so I'm like man <laughs> it's a far way to go man I'm a hundred percent um as I believe most people are and you become especially as you become you know a younger adult and grow to be old that you're about your your independence your ability to oh yeah support and do things for yourself so the thought of losing that is enough motivation for me to want to do something to improve my body and to strength train yeah. know, more than not and to focus on my nutrition more than not. You yeah. know what I'm saying? 100%. Um, we only get this life once, so we gotta give it all we got, so. I think that's a perfect quote to end it on. A hundred percent, man. Well, we just wanna say thank you guys once again, as always, thank you for joining us. If you liked today's episode, please give us a like, share. Share this with everyone you know. We all love and appreciate you guys. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys.